At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Live from Media Row at Super Bowl 58 on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hour number two of a numbers game here at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app game, plus iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. Live from Media Row, VEASAN Super Week. It's Gil Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin, and it's a jam-packed. and a cast of characters. <laughs> By the way, there's so much love for the couch on Twitter. People are just digging it. First of all, Bobby Knuckles says, I'm surprised Matt Brown didn't cross his legs earlier just to show off the kicks. <laughs> then no, no truer words have been spoken. That right there. Uh, again, the Flacco Parade. Uh, here's another 100 to 1 from Johnny Vegas showing us. Uh, good friend, Shillionaire. Gil, I got Flacco to 100 to 1. Thank you guys for doing what you do. Also, always great when the old band gets back together. Thank you. We enjoy it very much. Uh, Jason H11. Gilly, of course, Matt's favorite prop is a kicking prop. Kickers always stick together. <laughs> we, we, we are a special breed. Yeah. That's pretty we good. Are a special breed. Yeah. And Jamie Riccio says, you guys need to totally keep those couches and do the show every day on said couches. Absolutely amazing and awesome. Most comfortable looking set ever. My boy Kelly is literally sinking in there. Absolutely <laughs> love it. That's right. Uh, also sinking in the couch right at this moment is one of our uh, old friends who uh, used to do Friday regulars. He, he won a contest at the Westgate. He won nearly a million dollars. And then the next year, and by the way, two years after that, he finished in third. I think three years, and then the next year he finished 26th. The one year that I'm skipping is the year that he did a numbers game every Friday morning. And I think he viewed it as a jinx. I do. <laughs> it's your James, fault. It's James Salinas, it's your everybody. Fault, How you doing, man? Very good. Thank you for the invite. Matt, Kelly, thank you for making yeah, this happen. Man. This is a lot of fun here. This is uh, quite the spectacle. Just like Super Bowl kind of expected this, right? Yeah. But you do a lap around here. You're to step in and just see everything all the and it's early it's early yes wait a few hours from absolutely now. yeah 
Um, okay, so do you have strong conviction about this game? I, I do. I, I've, so I'm on Kansas City. I have, uh, I've, I've got a small position with uh, a small future with the matchup, the exacto, when it's for San Francisco to beat Kansas City. Me too. But as far as what I have invested ah. of what I stand to lose, I would lose more with Kansas City losing in San Francisco winning. Okay. So a little biased that way. Um, but I, but the reason why I put the position on Kansas City the way that I did, it, well, a, a number of things. We're not even going to talk about the quarterbacks right now, and we, we won't beat that to death as far as Mahomes. And I, I can't bet against Mahomes. Yeah, I don't like to do that. But there's have, you some, heard, have you heard anyone uh, say that? Wait, for is about, one better than the other? For wait. about 10 days now, <laughs> yes. Uh, but there's so many other factors when I look at this game. And, and you think about it, it's so hard to repeat as champion in the NFL. And the Super Bowl hangover, now this is the fourth time in five years that we're gonna see Kansas City back in the Super Bowl. Uh, so that is experience factor. But I think there's a lot that's tied into the regular season that folks are holding on to with Kansas City to say, oh, this, they, throughout the throughout the regular season and then into the playoffs. And I think when you think about the, the championship, that all the things that come with it in the off season and the distractions and then getting into the season, and now it's a longer season with 17 games, you know, you're going to take everybody's best shot. Everybody is ready to play you when they see Kansas City on that schedule. They're giving their max effort when they play them. And Kansas City is not going to be throughout a 17-week season be able to match that type of focus and intensity until you get to the playoffs. And they are the type of team, and we've seen it, and that's why they're here again, is that when that switch comes, they know how to flip that switch to championship level. And we've seen that through the playoffs this far. Okay, I've asked this question of others who said Kansas City. If I told you, though, that one of these two teams beat the other by double digits, what happened? Who won? I would say that for Sam, if San Francisco wins by double digits, I think they're past. We know it's McCaffrey. We're not going to beat that one down either. But I think it's they have to. They got to keep pretty upright. He's got to be clean. You cannot let him start to take have have to make big plays under pressure. We haven't seen him to do that before. It's a young quarterback, right, Mr. Irrelevant here. Biggest stage he's ever had to be on. Uh, if they give a clean pocket for him and they're able to run their offense, San Francisco is the way that they want to. I mean, he's able to stand upright, doesn't get rattled, doesn't get hit. And I think that's a big key here, getting hit. Um, I think that's where the path to victory is, not just but, laying but on who's the more likely to win by? Oh, it's Kansas City. I'm going to oh, bet. You really? I'm going okay. to bet some alternate lines. Or You're alternate the first to answer that way. Like yeah. it, like it. Wow, wow. So. Do you guys think, do yeah, you guys think if, you, if they're able to generate pressure, do you think that's really coming from the front or is it going to be more of the coverage? Yeah, it's bags. Yeah, it, it's, okay. it's going to be all those, different, all those different pressure fronts and different looks to confuse, I mean, a, a very, in it, let's just call it, he's a second-year player, Mr. Irrelevance. It, it, how much has he really seen? You can prep for all the different things throughout these next two, or, you know, leading up to the Super Bowl for two weeks, but once that ball kicks and the lights are on, and those pressures come where they come. And I love what we've seen out of Kansas City and Spagnuolo. I mean, Spagnuolo was, he was, Spags was the defensive coordinator for the Giants when they upset. He's already won three Super Bowls Absolutely, and, and yeah. that was back when they beat the Patriots for the undefeated That's season, right. and they were the, one of the most prolific offenses we've ever seen back in the day, back at that time, completely shut them down. Got him a head coaching job that didn't work out, but then he's got the two with the well, Chiefs. And sometimes the head coaching job isn't, yeah. it's not about X's and O's, right? Totally You're dealing different. with all the things that are off the field. Everything bubbles up to you as the leader, and you got a lot of different things that you got to deal with, with personnel, conflicts, you name different it. Different skills. Absolutely. Um, okay, uh, here's, here's another thing. Again, two weeks, you, you say sort of everything. But one of the other things that I've been saying is, 
and I'm curious if you agree or disagree with this, you always want to score first in any athletic event, um, certainly in game sevens of, of, of playoff hockey games, scoring first is a big deal. Does this game feel more exaggerated than others in that department? Like, given what we've seen about the Niners, yeah, they were able to come back miraculously against both the Packers and the Lions. Uh, and then even the opposite. If the, if the Chiefs were to fall behind, you don't necessarily, I, given all you've said about the Niners, you don't want to match how to out, you don't want to have to outmatch that Niners offense either if you fall behind. I would say if if it's San Francisco that falls behind, that's where they're, the, where does the doubt, when does the doubt start to creep in? What does it creep in for Shanahan? He's been here before too, not only as a head coach, but as the OC and one of the biggest blunders and, and choke jobs we've seen when he was the OC with the Atlanta Falcons back in, what, five, six years ago. Um, but I think, I think for Kansas City, they're battle tested. They're mentally tough. So if they fall behind, it's not panic time. For Kansas City. I don't see them as being a team that's going to panic if they fall behind seven, ten points. San Francisco, on the other hand, we saw it last week with, or two weeks ago with Baltimore. All the, the narrative after the, the Ravens game and the AFC Championship was, why did they get away from the running game? They never got into it. Well, they fell behind. Kansas City scored right off the bat and set a tone for that game. Like, this is what championship caliber football looks like. This I don't is, think they'll panic. Let me just be clear about that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't but, suggest but that. Here, but, yeah. it, but I think it's doubt that starts to creep in. We saw that, and everybody said, well, why did they get away? It, was, it wasn't the game plan that you expected from Baltimore. But it, I don't think they expected to fall behind quickly and early like they did. I mean, it was 17-7 at the half. And I know, granted, Casey didn't score again in the second half, but Baltimore didn't put much up either. And that's where the doubt came. And now you start to question yourself as the as the team, as the coordinators. Well, what are we going to run? I thought this was going to be the game plan. We have to deviate from that. Will they stick to the game plan? Will San Francisco stick to the game plan if they fall behind 7 or 10 points? I have more trust in Kansas City with less panic than I would with San I, I will give it to you. You are steadfast, yep. all about all about the Chiefs. All right, let me phrase it this way. If the if the Niners do win, what happened? Uh, I, I say it again. I, I think it's they kept pretty upright. They kept him upright. That's they as kept him upright. That. They kept the game plan simple. Kept it easy for him. They didn't. They they were able to match the pressures. They were able to keep those looks from those different fronts that we're going to see, uh, and keep him from getting rattled and getting hit. And I think the more if he is he if he's getting tagged, especially early in that game, I think he's going to get rattled. And that's what I'm betting against. I'm betting against yeah. the fact that he hasn't been there, and Spags is going to be that guy. They're going to be very aggressive. The one thing I love about Kansas City is they tackle really well, and it's not just a, we're going to get pressure with four. I mean, they're going to br they'll bring multiple corners. They'll bring their secondary in after after the QB, and they'll put some hats on him. And I think we saw that with Lamar Jackson. Now he was very elusive and got out of some sacks, but he was under constant pressure in that game. And I definitely think that Baltimore. Front, their offensive line is far better, minus Trent Williams, far better, especially on the interior. I think there's some big matchup. Uh, Chris Jones should have a big day. I think he's going to get double team, which is going to open things up for other guys on the blitz for Kansas City's defense. So was, as someone who, who thinks the Niners are going to prevail, I, I, it, when, if I'm asked that question about, okay, what happens if the Chiefs win, what happens if there's so many things? Obviously, Mahomes will be front and center. But one of the things that I think when we're here Monday morning, not here, but back at the D, um, as Kelly and I are like, we, we can't bring the couches to the D. <laughs> we, uh, we, I think part of the, the discussion, like I think it's a high likelihood that part of the, the autopsy, the, the postscript of that game will be, and then Mike Shanahan did this. And it's going to be some kind of blunder 
decision-wise, some kind, whether it's a, you know, they punted when they shouldn't have, they had some kind of, you know, other kind of brain fart, if you will, from a, just a, a, not an X's and O's standpoint, but just a game management standpoint. And that is, like, I... That's in my head. As much as there, as much as I have a Purdy could always also lay an egg thing in my head, I have that. I think even just as strong. Well, and with the coaching matchups, the other side, right? What, you're you're talking about Andy Reid versus Wilkes. What have we seen from Wilkes? We really don't know. We're going to find out. But he's in, he's the new coordinator for them this year. So getting to know your personnel, those things take time. We haven't seen it perform very well the latter part of the season and into the playoffs. And on the other side, with Andy Reid being able to adjust in game. I'll put my money on Andy Reid in-game. Same thing with Spags in-game when it comes to being able to make adjustments. Yeah, I'm, I know you've asked me the same deal. It's just I, I, I look at it from a, from a standpoint of it, it, the Chiefs can't can't keep up. Would be would, would just would be the thing for me. It's like as to what went wrong. You look, and outside of that three-game stretch for the Niners, and again, I'm on the Chiefs, but outside of that three-game stretch where they were injured and you know people were in and out of the lineup, 30, 30, 30, 35, 42, 34, 27, 31, 42, 28, 45, 27. They end in the playoffs 24, 34 points. Like, I mean, they score every single game. Like, I, mean, you know, like, I love your internal conflict they, on this. They score season. every <laughs> single game, right? Like, like, like it's not like, – they score every single game. Wait, who so. are you betting on again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, James, always great to see you. The great James Salinas. Yeah. Looking suave bola. By it the is living, nice. As well. yeah. I knew I was going to relax. Stick the shoes up. Stick the shoes up. Oh, yeah. everyone do the, the shoes, shoes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurt my knee. There, like, there, 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 there. Oh. Good look at the shoes. Oh. Man's got knee problems. For God's sake. <laughs> almost killed him. Thank you, James. Great Absolutely. to see you. Absolutely good man. to see you guys. Uh, we're coming back. Rufus Peabody joins us next. And Aaron Schatz on the way. Numbers game at Beeson live from Media Row. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite. With their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air-chilled chicken, and more. Mm. 
You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash vsin, that's omahasteaks.com slash vsin, you'll get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. I say it every time, Gil. Yes, sir. If you're going to chill chicken, you got to do it with air. <laughs> yeah, it's the only way to chill chicken. It. It's yeah. air-chilled. Air this <laughs> way you got to do it. You have That's your stamp it. of approval yeah, on it. There it is. Uh, that is the voice of Matt Brown. It's just hanging with us for two hours here. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Live from Media Row, it's VEASAN Super Week. We're at Mandalay Bay. A who's who. And ladies and gentlemen, for the 47th time on the show or in the podcast this week, <laughs> it's Rufus Peabody. Hey! How you doing? I feel like I'm living with you, Gil. I know. <laughs> Leave me alone. Messy divorce coming. We, we missed you at uh, dinner last night. Sorry you couldn't make How it. How was it? It was Intimate. ridiculous. <laughs> That's Ridiculously awesome. good. Yeah. You'll, you'll, be, you'll be relieved to hear I got punter props done finally. You got punter props. Yeah. Okay, so, so let's just go over this. Over 36 and a half yards for the shortest punt by Mitch Wichnowski, whatever his name is. Nailed You're it. going over? No, I don't have actually oh, any. Oh. The funny thing is I didn't actually find really any edges, but oh, okay. still so had to be done. Let's go through this. So you were on a numbers game Monday. You were all relaxed. You're like, yeah, I got 50000 out of a $2 million that's going in on this. I'm cool. No problem. Wednesday, you do the Megapod. Uh you are you're in the Rufus argue for the sake of arguing mode on check marks <laughs> on field goals, and you're still kind of chill about your stuff. And yesterday, you finally admitted like it's starting to get to you now. Well, it's just that there's only so much time I have left, Gil. Yes. Before the game and and before we start firing, like Zach and Train, um, my brother, they're all in town now. We're gonna start firing stuff early morning tomorrow. And so I have to have everything ready. Can you just take us through the mechanics of the firing? So you are on your you're like, you know what you are? Let's go to Die Hard. You're the guy on oh, the computer, nice. right? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. But, like, tomorrow, Zach and I are going to drive to Arizona, and we're trying to debate if we want to actually go to Bullhead City or drive across to the last truck stop. Yeah, do you know you've do you, you've come the one the I'm right, talking about? You've come to the right people. Yeah, like, why did I build my food truck stop forever <laughs> ago, man? Right. Come on. So, I, I think you just go to Hoover Dam and that little thing yeah. right across you know, Hoover Dam. That's unreliable. Oh, in terms really? of you have to oh, ping really? the cell phone center in Arizona, oh. the cell phone tower. It's, it's always uh, the food it is. Food and so you, you have to go like down. 20 miles into Arizona okay. to do it reliably. Wow. Okay. And in comfort, sitting and, sitting and, in a parking lot outside a truck stop. And in comfort. But it's a nice truck stop. Okay. So whatever you're, just for those who might want to know, you are the one who is obviously calculating the edges, and then. Typically, how does it go from there? So first off, we need to make a big list. Like we're going to have to run through all these props and basically have an idea what we want to look for. So right. we'll go there, do that, because we're just not going to have time on Sunday to do that. And Sunday we're going to have like trains going to be covering probably like South Point and stations, casinos. Um, I think my brother's going to be strip. I'm going to be downtown and kind of coordinating on apps what we what we hit and then Zach, kind of more of the same. So, okay. so each of you is in each one of those places with no, whatever number of props circled that you're already looking at ahead of time. Yes, and we're waiting. There's a lot of props where we're really going to be waiting for, for prices to get better. Okay. I mean, for example. Um, Unders. You're looking. Yeah, like yeah, Mahomes yes, under yes. touchdown yeah, passes. Yeah. Mahomes under completions. We, we should say. McCaffrey, right, no that, touchdown. The, from a macro perspective, the reason you've waited is because generally we're talking about unders here. Yes. I, I will say, you know, we definitely missed out on EV by not trying to hit openers, but at this point, I just don't have that grind in me like I used to. 
Okay, so if I tell you someone messed up of your partners, who's the most likely to mess something up? Is it your brother? Oh, that's an off. I'm going to go with Train. Train. <laughs> You're going to go with Train? I'm going to go with Train. He's Don't a worry, different Rufus, person. Nobody's listening. I saw, it's just us. I know. I saw him yesterday, and he, <laughs> yeah. he was talking about uh, like cold plunges and not eating seed oils and grounding. I was like, okay. who is this person, and what do they do with Train? Buddy, we got to make some bets here in the next couple of days. Yeah. Who are you? Like, right. you okay, ground yourself. So it's Train. Now let's get the spreadsheet out. All right, Train. Get with it. Um... I don't want. I don't want to go back to some stuff we've talked about. People want to listen to the Megapod, the beating the book Megapod. Rufus has some props that he discussed in there. Is there anything from yesterday from your work that made you miss dinner that you're willing to share? Um, I mean, no, no, no props specifically, but I mean, a lot of it's like the. Okay, one interesting thing is that there's fewer touchbacks on punts in domes, indoor stadiums. On punts. Yeah. Okay. As you know, there's there's a prop. Will punter X have a touchback? And so, you so, have to figure out the weather effects. In this case, the weather is 72 degrees, no wind, grass field indoors. Is there a? Do we think there's a reason behind that? Because the punters are trying to aim and angle it more, you know, out of bounds. Whereas if you're outdoors, maybe you're just saying, hey, I'll just kick it to the end zone, not even trying to mess with that with the weather. Well, I think a touchback is almost always a mistake, unless okay. it's like a freaking 70-yard punt. Right. Right. And so. I think there's less precision when there's weather. Yeah, you're able to control I, it a little right, bit. Well, us yeah, kickers, yeah, you know, but, yeah, kickers, yeah, yeah, like you, you can control it better in a con, in an environment where you know that there's no wind, no whatever. Like you're you're better at that. Yeah, I think the surface thing plays a role too. I mean, you think that like with turf, well, with the old turf, you know, it could bounce every which way. Right. I feel like it's almost going to be more unpredictable on turf than grass, but. Okay, so you'll, you'll or it's be more bouncy. What you're turf, saying, without saying, is you'll be betting some of those props potentially, Potent depending on where the lines go. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I yeah. don't actually even know. Okay, Do I just wrote you, down my prices. I haven't actually compared to market prices. Are you con okay? So then you wouldn't know. Are you confident that it will be, if you're doing things right, two million will be in play? Yeah, I think even if we don't have huge edges on some of the game props that right. we have in the past, there will be lots of props such as you know, McCaffrey not to score three or more touchdowns, right? Where I'm just laying a big price. There's a lot of value there. I mean, it might be like a 3% edge, but you can get a lot down on that. I mean, 3%, you, you can't have a really, really big edge when you're laying minus 800 on something. That's right. It's just, I mean, yeah. even if I told, you know, if, if I told you it was a sure thing, 100% guaranteed, like literally, Edges capped it a little over 10% there. Talking to Rufus Peabody from Unabated, one of the co-founders of Unabated, half the Massey Peabody crew, and of course, uh, half the uh, Bet the Process podcast with his buddy Jeff Ma. Um, okay, so we'll, what do you anticipate? Betting all the way till kickoff? Oh, yeah. Right to the moment. Of the, of yeah, the and then we spend the first half of the game logging, logging plays. Yeah, so like, is your, is your entire life, like, do you remember first halves of Super Bowls at all? Which, no, which not Super really. Bowls, when was the last I, time you were able to kind of chill a little and watch knowing, okay, we're going to win, so this is actually a, a relatively pleasant experience. I'm watching a football game for the title. I don't think that's ever happened. Never. But I think this year I'm going to be less stressed about it. Just because it, it's, it's less of our volume, relatively speaking. And that's kind of, that's been a trend that, that has, I guess, that's been a trend the last, as, as time has gone on for me in my career. Yeah. Just because we're betting more on other things. And I'm just saying from a human's perspective, from a human's perspective, that's just not something you miss. You're just not, you're not wired that way. You don't miss like when someone, if we wax about, oh, remember the 93 Super Bowl between the so-and-so and so, -and -so like that's not something you miss in your life. 
you just don't care. You're just a guy who wants to exploit the edges here in this, and you don't miss that human element of, of society, of people reminiscing about Super Bowls, let's say. Oh, I mean, I'm sure it's amazing. Just for me, watching the Super Bowl just isn't that much fun because I'm rooting against, like, everything. And I can have something that happens that I think is good that actually ends up being bad or, like, it's good for one prop and bad for another. Right. It's, it's just hard to know what to root for, to be honest. Yeah, so no, it's almost easier it. if you're, like, not paying that much attention. I totally get it. Are you in-game propping at all? No. No? No. None of that. Sometimes, sometimes I'll second-half bet. But as we is straight there value to in-game in-game propping, have you in your opinion? You know, I'm sure there is. Okay. Like I think it's really really hard for for models and people to price that stuff well. So I think anytime you're up against a model rather than a market, and you can fi- try to find an exception to the rule, that's really you know I think that's the way to do it. That that just has to be a life balance decision, right? Like if you started right, doing yeah. that, God help you. Yeah. Like we don't do any live watch. betting just because yeah. it's labor intensive. It's you know. We have lives, sort of, sort allegedly. Of. <laughs> now, after, so after the Super Bowl, what do you end up? You immediately, oh, you're doing college basketball anyway, so it's not like you're stopping doing stuff. No, we, we still have a lot yeah. going on. We have, we have three golf tournaments we're betting this week. There's the Live Golf Tournament in town here, which I kind of wanted to check out. Kevin um, Dahl? Kevin Na? <laughs> He's a Vegas guy. We had, no, well, we, had a, we, we had a theory about Kevin Na that, like, maybe he would win because he's not getting invited to any of the parties and like stuff. Like, he's parties. not cool enough. And, like, the, the, so, like, he'll be the only sober one and, like, the well-rested one. Everyone else will be, like, tired. Not, cause not they've been a cool yeah, handicap. Yeah, like, he's not getting the invites that, like, Brooks Kepka's getting and stuff. Dude, I mean, Kevin, like, he lives in Vegas. He knows the scene. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, right? it's just kind of like, yeah, you, you oh, know, you're, yeah, like, he's going. not, yeah. It's, 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 it's like, let's bring in DJ and all these, you know, cool guys. Kevin Na's like, yeah, he didn't yeah, get the Yeah, Paulina's got to have DJ signing up for 18 <laughs> events right over the next two days. <laughs> All right, so you feeling good about this? You, As I'm sure you do before every Super Bowl, you have the the best optimism involved. You feel you feel like this will be a winner. I got to manifest it. I got to manifest. ground myself and manifest it. But you're, you believe in that kind of stuff? Well, I believe... Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not, not for, not for these minute. purposes. What happened, to, what happened to Zen Rufus that we have come to know? I mean, I just don't think grounding myself, I, I don't think I can manifest <laughs> Travis Kelsey, you know, not proposing to Taylor Swift yeah. or whatever the, his prop is. Models overruled his Zen. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, man. Good to see you. Likewise. Enjoy. Take laps. I know you want to meet some people. We're coming back. Aaron Schatz. He did not vote Lamar first. He's the only one. Visa Super Bowl betting guide is out now to help you bet on the big game. This year's guide features in-depth team breakdowns, Steve Mackinnon's Super Bowl simulation with player projections, plus favorite prop bets, picks, and best bets from Visa and hosts and guests, including how legendary sports broadcaster Brent Musburger is betting the game to get the guide and all that Visa has to offer. Become a Visa Pro subscriber today at vsin.com slash pro. Skill Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Media Row. We get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate the feedback. Chris Hartman. Gill. Isn't Rodgers the odds-on favorite for comeback player of the year next year? He fits the playing for the Jets narrative. I think he kind of is. Yeah, probably. Yeah. If, by the way. Wait, wait what we, is he open? What is he open? Oh, he's the short shot for sure. By the way, Dr. Uh, David Chow was walking by, and he wanted to get on the show. And I wanted the first thing I was going to say to him was, hey, you think uh, Rodgers come back from the Achilles if the Jets sneak in? <laughs> I thought that was inappropriate of me. Uh, Wilmo underscore bets. Why can't the MVP vote be submitted digitally from a cell phone? Give the voters five minutes after the game ends to submit their vote. This three-quarter award is terrible. Yeah, it is kind of sucky. Uh, and Wadzilla, thank you for the great intel as always. Woke up to this nice surprise. He has Flacco. He had 25 to 1, but still. Will help with the cost of therapy after finding out I share the same birthday as Toddy and Rufus. 
I hear you, man. That just means you're super-duper smart. Good for you. Uh, Aaron Schott's still to come on the show, but we are graced with the presence oh, of... Wow. Oh, you don't like that intro? <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Well, very very bro- kind. Broke the Sorry. Ball. Hello. Stormy Bonatoni, everybody, hey! from the Lombardi line. How are you? I'm great. I appreciate you guys letting me step on. I didn't realize that you had come off of your perch and come down to the couch area. <laughs> it feels a little throny, doesn't it? Like it's like the Colin Coward thing where like he's looking down from the mountaintop oh, when he's yeah. talking. I could see that. I could see that. This is definitely more comfortable, though. Sprawl out a little bit. Should this back. Not, should don't this not don't, be our don't get any ideas. All right. All right. Jeez, Louise. This, this is this show's thing. All right? Sorry. This yeah. is a good nap area, though, for yeah. maybe later when we're all tired oh, yeah. and after the long day there is a uh this is gonna be old school footage but like marvin do you know what's going on marvin gay there's a there's video footage of him lying on a couch like this singing what's going on in perfect pitch i think we should do that at the end okay. like just perfect are you a singer no ma'am i am not i mean you do have like a really nice obviously a nice radio voice Thank so you. i can see that this is i don't sound like this at level. all for me this is just my radio voice he, he i don't sound like sing this on the air life. the other day though he, he did sing because you always makes music references i don't get it all and i'm like i need you to sing like the first like the chorus. Oh, all the Usher songs yeah, you're talking yeah, yeah. about. Exactly. Do you have any, are you an Usher fan by any chance? I mean, to an extent. He's got a lot of bangers, obviously. So bangers. I know the I know the hits. Uh, do you have a sense of what the first song is? Because we have we have sort of decided that my way is going to be the. F- well, the that's way. what he opens his set in town with, Correct. right? Yes. So I think that would make sense. I personally would have liked the OMG opening. Like, I thought oh, that's what it was going to be. God. I think that would have sounded nice. They, nope, the one and done. We're <laughs> cut off. <laughs> We're cut off. See, I know what she's talking about. <laughs> I Thank you. That's all that matters. Okay. The real reason we have you on is because aren't you like super duper Niners fan? Yes. Did you grow up in the Bay? No, I, I born and raised in Las Vegas. So obviously oh, we didn't have a team. Right. And my dad was a huge Joe Montana everything. So I'm another one of those people that loves Notre Dame football and that loves the 49ers. So hey, let me ask you a question. Has your dad ever caught a pass from Joe Montana or taken a picture with Joe Montana? Pictures, yes. Oh, because we did that yesterday. Oh, really? So I, <laughs> funny, maybe not that funny of a story, but we were doing Lombardi line <laughs> here good, on the good desk. Way to- he was over, Montana was over there with Gojo and Golik on that set. And the number of times I made very uncomfortable eye contact <laughs> with this man because I love him. You know, he's, he's been an idol, even though I didn't get to watch him play. I've seen so many NFL films and highlights and we have like signed jerseys and stuff. And he's just like somebody that's huge in my life and my family's oh, life. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't looking away either. Every time it happened, I was like, I'm holding on to this. Did you call so. him Mr. Montana when you talked to him? Did you, um, Montana, sir, Montana, sir. Mr. Cool. Mr. Montana. Mr. Cool. The Niners fans that were there yesterday were, they almost were like falling to the floor. I'm sure. That kind of reaction. Well, and then like Michael, obviously Lombardi is so cool and knows him and stuff. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, I got to make sure I go say hi. Go go say hi. (laughs) Smoking Joe Montana over here. So are you all in? Have you made bets on the Niners? Are you backing up your love with money? So I, over like the last handful of years, just do one of those preseason bets on my team so that you have one in case they get there and you can feel good about it. So I have it from that standpoint, a little five to one future action on the 49ers. What's wrong with that? And then I did that same game teaser situation here where you bring the Chiefs up and under 54 and a half. So I did a seven point, but um, just a number I felt more comfortable with and feels like a little bit of a hedge. Do you truly believe in your, like, let's just, okay, take off your fan hat, take off the bet that you have. Like, do you believe they're actually going to do this? Where do you really believe? I certainly think that they could. 
like, I view this as more of a coin flip game than the two-point spread would indicate, right? Like, I think that it could really be anybody's game. It just depends on what you value more, whether it's the current form or the larger sample size. And I know at, from, like, with my fan hat on, I have a lot of anxiety about it because it's the Chiefs and they're playing really well right now after this felt like it was the season that they were going to be vulnerable. Meanwhile, the 49ers had so many games that they were dominant. And if this game was played maybe five weeks ago, who knows what the spread would be. But it's different right now, and the Chiefs are on, and they have all the experience in the world in the biggest game, and that gives me some concern. But I also feel confident in, in the 49ers' offense. And so if the, if the defense can play like they did before Christmas, That's what then I'm it'll saying. come together. Come on, defense. <laughs> so there's a, there's a world where I think that they yeah. win, and it's, and it's the best day of my life. We'll are there, see. Are there Chiefs fans walking around here that claim Joe Montana? Oh, you know, so that's funny you say that, because when we were with him Great yesterday, call. someone did say, you know, he played for the Chiefs also. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, yeah. I, I mean, I guess when you have Mahomes, yeah. you, just, you just claim Mahomes, but I mean, like, right. you could. You could. He did play. Well, it, could. Does, it does have to be kind of cool for him, though, to have this be the Super Bowl again, that he gets yeah. both sides. So I don't feel like, you know, in a world where folks are identifying, yes. I don't feel like he identifies as a chief. <laughs> but you know I do I mean? love, like, the story that he's, that he's shared about going to Kansas City, that he was like, I'm not going to stay here in San Francisco and be the backup. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And, and it's weird to think that Joe Montana got forced out of, he you know, had, his he situation. He had big wins in Kansas City, too. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like he just sort of. Yeah. I'll put it. I've not seen any Montana Chief jerseys. Like, 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 I, I do enjoy the idea of him at a Niners party, though, or something. And it's like he did play for the other team too. Like it is a little odd. A little odd. Uh, I don't know if you have thoughts on this, but obviously the awards were given out last mm -hmm. night too. And we're going to talk to Aaron Schatz here momentarily, uh, who's standing on deck. He was the one guy who who didn't vote Lamar first place for MVP. Um, but famously came on our show and said, when it came to comeback player of the year, he's like, hey, you know, if if you don't have DeMar Hamlin first, you probably don't have him on the ballot. And while that wasn't exactly true, the sentiment was where DeMar did have the most first place but didn't win it. Mm -hmm. um, was it your sense, like just for, because I, I have not talked to you about this uh, or anything, Stormy, but this specifically. Rude. Where it's wow. The, where no. It's the, <laughs> well, no, because we, we don't, we, we don't we get know a that, chance We know to. that we're huggers, though, when that, we do see each other in the limited time. That's right. Do you feel like it's nuts that DeMar Hamlin did not win it, or do you side with the, well, no, because he didn't do it on the football field? I was one of those people that throughout the course of the season was continuing to try to make arguments for other people because I, I understood where like the Peter Kings of the world and a lot of other folks said, if he takes a snap and he is out there on the football field after having died on a football field, he should win the award. I understand that completely. And you think back to the Alex Smith argument when he nearly died with the crazy leg situation that he had. And, but he went on to not only play a snap, but to play meaningful football and meaningful games at yes. the most important position. Yes. Um, with him, when you're primarily a special teamer and you only played a handful of games, and you only played a handful of snaps in those games, it's hard for me to say you should win when you see some of the other things that other people had done. And I, I love that Joe Flacco won to be like that team had to use five quarterbacks and they it's still amazing. made the playoff. It's just remarkable. Do you agree with from it? his couch so from a couch just like this, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, it's throwing to his brother. We got a tweet, which I think is an interesting take on it, which is because we started the show by saying the Browns won four awards. Not only did they win yeah, they a comeback up. player, they won defensive player of the year. Uh, they won coach of the year. They also won assistant coach of the year. Four awards. Didn't that win. defense was tremendous. Does that mean they're the like the most underachieving team of all time? Someone <sighs> said. Well, I mean, look at how much people like thought that they were for sure going to win that opening round game in the playoffs. So 
I, I wouldn't call them the most underachieving team in the world by any means because you win coach of the year because your team overachieved given your circumstance in my brain, right? Yeah. And then assistant coach of the year, I think Jim Schwartz makes a ton of sense when you lead that defense to the heights that they did from a unit that was kind of like subpar to being the best by far. Like there's a lot of things I think that work for that. But Flacco, I talked to Flacco last night because I for DraftKings went down and did some of the red carpet stuff and I asked him I was Humble like... Humble brag. Well, yeah. I, Look I, at that. Let me just toss in there that I went somewhere that you didn't. You guys didn't. <laughs> Okay. All right. She's like, wow. I actually was there and I asked and I heard y'all were not invited. <laughs> no. So red carpet, that was my first time I've ever actually done a red carpet thing. It is very congested. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I'm surprised anyone even stopped for us because there's just hundreds of people in this line and you just have to hope that someone will stop for you. But Flacco was one that did. Wow. And he was just talking about kind of the whirlwind of what the last couple of months have been like. And he said, you know, that time on the couch, it was, it was interesting. I ate a lot of flavored popcorn, <laughs> but you know, I'd say this red carpet and being at NFL Honors is a little bit better. Hey, before you go, uh, do you regret almost killing Matt Brown when you guys did that show together when he had the potato chip? Or not the potato, but the other kind of chip, the hot one? That was the most entertaining thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> what if hey, he little had, did you know you could have killed me. What if he had died, Stormy? <laughs> Listen, Dead. you're not supposed to eat like five of them, and you didn't even eat a full half of the chip. Oh, wow. yes, I did. I ate the whole thing. Did you eat the whole thing? Yeah, and I died. I and then y'all left me. I just remember it was the one that turned myself. your tongue blue, and I was like, this guy's dying and his tongue's blue and feels so sad. I don't you are a trooper, though, for that. I sense no sympathy whatsoever. <laughs> Thank you, Stormy. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Aaron Schatz next. Numbers game. VEASAN, the sports betting. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander, live from Media Row at Super Bowl 58 on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
All right, this is the offer you got to know about. There has never been a better time to have skin in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook because right now we have a VEASAN exclusive offer for new DraftKings customers. This is really, really good. Earn a $500 bonus for every $1,000 you bet up to $2,500. I will repeat that. Earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet up to $2,500. Quick math, that's up to $1,250 in bonus bets. Don't wait. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, but you have to use the code VSIN when you sign up, VSIN when you sign up, and earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet now. If we could do that, we would do that in a heartbeat. This is the type of stuff that I flew to Jersey to do, like in the early days of when <laughs> yes. the, the sports books were like just you know getting going. The rest of the country, yeah, this is the stuff I would literally get on an airplane to go to. I mean, Bill, you could do it from your couch, right? Yeah, yeah. Bill Krakenberger almost fell off this couch yesterday when he heard this promo rent. I, I mean, it is it's as good as it gets. It's, it's a, as good as we've ever we've ever been able to offer. That's it's right. Incredible. And Crack loves himself a promo, and he knows the good ones from yeah, the bad. Exactly. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, uh, he is joining us now. Had dinner with him last night while the awards. We're being given out, as we mentioned earlier on the show. He is from FTN, um, FTN Sports. He is the creator of DVOA. He is our buddy Aaron Schatz, and he joins us now. How you doing, man? It's been an interesting morning. Okay. Yeah. So let's just set the stage. Um, <laughs> let us, let's start with MVP, Lamar Jackson. When he won his first MVP, he was unanimous. Yes. Last and night. I did not have a vote then. You did not. But I would have voted him number one in 2019, yes. Okay. And so yesterday, we learned that he had 49 of the 50 first place votes, and you, sir, were the one who did not vote him first place. Yep. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> That's not what I mean. I, you stand by your... No, I do stand by my yes. choice. Absolutely. Which was? It was Josh Allen, which was very tough. I mean, first of all, it was tough to not pick Lamar number one. And then once I made the decision that that was the way I was going to go, it was very hard to pick between Josh Allen and Dak Prescott. And Dak was your number two. Dak was my number two. Lamar, three. Yes. Okay. And you even, when we were talking about this, so this happened while we were at dinner last night. And and while you stand by the vote, and you even said, like, this is why they have me voting, like, for a different perspective, it did jar you a little bit because you never want to be the only one, right? Yes, I did not do this thinking I was the only one. And in particular, when the all-pro votes came out and five of us had not put Lamar Jackson on our first team, I thought, I'm saved. I thought when the MVP comes out... The two people who voted for Dak will vote for Dak for MVP. The two people who voted for Purdy will vote for Purdy for MVP. Maybe somebody votes for McCaffrey for MVP. I'm not the only one. We're okay. Okay. So last night when it came out, the people who put Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy as first-team quarterback then did not put those players for MVP, I was very surprised. Yeah. So... We lost you for about five minutes yeah. last night during dinner. We're like, Aaron, Aaron's doing his own thing right now. You're still at the table, but you weren't really present because you were, you were sort of soaking this all in. And the impact, have you received backlash for this? Yes. I mean, first of all, I will say there have been some positive, a lot from the analytics community, you know, really positive stuff. Uh, there's been a lot of backlash, very negative, homophobic comments, lots of really mean DMs. Oh, my gosh. Um, I've had to report a couple people. It was so bad that I felt like I needed to report them. But um, also a couple people were like, I'm from Baltimore, but I read your 
argument, and I understand. For those well, that's who don't nice. know, that's at nice. ftnfantasy.com slash DVOA, which is my page, I have an article about my award winners, which refers back to a previous article about my all-pro team, which gives a very long explanation of my thought process. Uh, basically, I mean, I looked at a number of different statistics, not just my own, but SIS and PFF and ESPN's QBR and EPA. And no matter what you looked at, Prescott and Allen had better seasons than Jackson this year. Stephen A. went after you a little this Stephen morning? Stephen A. Smith went after me this morning, not knowing it was me. He didn't know who it was. Right. He said something about it must be somebody who, who wants to make sure Josh Allen will still talk to them in the locker room, which is strange because I'm not in the locker rooms. That's not my gig. And, <laughs> right. and it's nothing about Josh Allen per se. Like I said, I, I seriously considered going with Dak Prescott as well. In the end, Dak Prescott played the easiest schedule of any quarterback this year. And that's part of why his statistics were so good. And that's why I put him second and not first. What, what do you think what, when this, you know, like as the days go on and the weeks go on, this the, 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 the heat of it will blow over. What is the, what is the thing that bothers you the most that for the end of time your vote will have cost him a unanimous? Yeah, the people will talk about that. Yeah. And, and do you worry that he will, Lamar himself will say something to you? You know, it's funny. We talked about that last night as a possibility, and I was a little worried about it. But the fact that it hasn't happened yet, I thought if it's going to happen, he'll be at like an after party after the honors and he'll tweet or something. Yeah. Since it hasn't happened yet, I don't think that will happen. And, you know, if the time comes that I sit and meet Lamar Jackson, I will explain to him, you know, I will happily explain to him my vote and that I had him third. And third, the third best quarterback in the NFL is not a bad place to be. Right. It's when, I, it's when I say, Belichick is still on my Mount Rushmore. I just don't have him number one. I get the same sort of thing where I'm like, it doesn't mean I think he's mid, middle of the road. Right. I, I mean, yeah. I will say, look, what, the one thing that hurts are the accusations of racism. Have which, you gotten those? Which I have. And I could have avoided that by putting Dak Prescott number one. Uh, Theoretic theoretically, but, I would think Dak Prescott number one would have avoided those accusations. But obviously, that's not what's at play But that's play not here. what's at play here at all. Oh, I mean, see, it, that's sucky. Yeah. It, it's tough. I mean, I, yeah. I could play like look at my other votes. Look at how I didn't vote for T.J. Watt and I didn't vote for yeah. Christian McCaffrey. But I mean, it really is about performance on the field and numbers. And both of those things, by the way, I mean, people talk about the unquantifiable things that Lamar Jackson does and the eye test. But the fact is, if you watched Dak Prescott and Josh Allen this year, they also did unquantifiable things and passed the eye test in a way that I don't think Brock Purdy did. I'm so sorry that you're even having to endure any of that, Aaron. I really yeah. am. That's, it, that's, yeah. the tough, that's the tough accusation is that, that's, you know, other stuff is you know, people calling me names is whatever. That's just Twitter. Um, but, but like you said, I, I think one of the things here, Gil, too, yeah. is to, to, to point out in, in all of this is that your decision was based off of just, I mean, your own, your, your own system, DBA, did not have Lamar Jackson as the best quarterback in the NFL. You go to Pro Football Focus, like you said, which you also took into account, did not have him as the number one, had Josh Allen as the number one quarterback, right. overall graded. If you, if you, if you just uh, parse it out by just, like, passing grade, which we know Lamar brings more to the table than that, but, I mean, he was down at the, you know, 10th in the, in the passing grades yeah. over the course of the season for PFS. So, I mean, again, it wasn't like you, like you said, it wasn't just an eye test thing. You looked, and it, the, the numbers and stuff that you, the work that you do, the work that you rely on from other guys that you consider to be smart as well is what actually played in. If it was decision. just my stats, if it was just my stats, but other people who did advanced stats mm -hmm. had 
things differently, I would have definitely reconsidered. Because I'm not like, oh, everything I do is right. Right, right, right. But it was like everybody's advanced stats all had the same outcome. The order was different, but the outcome was the same, which is that Jackson was third or lower in pretty much everything. Let's leave that. Let's segue to comeback player of the year, uh, which you were very prescient about the whole, you know, the one, now that we have tier voting, um, that we could have an instance that a person that didn't get the most first place votes in any category, you know, might end up not winning, um, or a person that that didn't end up with most first place votes could win, I should say. Yeah. And it ended up happening in the comeback player of the year. Um, what what we found shocking is that your your very interesting comment about if Demar is not number one, he's off the ballot entirely. That didn't happen. Some people actually did vote him second. I don't third. understand that at all. If if either you're going for the best comeback, in which case this is the best comeback or you're going for the best player, in which case Hamlin should not be on your ballot at all. I don't understand putting him second or third. You were saying to us, to the extent that you're willing to share, that this award uh, description might change? There may be, well, right now there is no description. There may be a description next year that will help guide us in what we're voting for. There won't, they won't add an award, but they'll, they'll just make they'll, this more defined. They'll make this more defined. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, just it, you have to keep that in mind if you're you betting to. on this award yes. every year. Yes. That it could be a story. It could actually yes. be a performance. I mean, because yeah. right now it's just a catch-all yeah, story. Exactly. Right yeah. now it's yeah. a catch-all where it could be someone who just improved a lot, yeah. but it could be someone coming back from injury. Or <laughs> and there's no minimum, obviously, because Flacco played six games. Coming, <laughs> so right. It's like right, someone coming off their couch like Flacco. <laughs> I mean, he he came back from he didn't retire, but he basically came back from being retired. Right? It could be a lot of different things. Kelly and I just stopped talking about it at one point because we're like, we're what are we talking about? Right. We don't yeah. even know what we're talking about. It. All right, last thing. I don't know if you know this. Super Bowl 58 is on Sunday. Yeah. Who's winning this football game? It's so interesting that the odds makers who think more like analytics people like me have San Francisco favored by two. But if you go through this room and you ask everybody who will win, 80% of these people will tell you the Chiefs. Yes. I'm trying to go with the analytics here and feel the 49ers. I'm feeling the 49ers a little bit because their offense has been so efficient this year that even if the Chiefs are back to as good as the Chiefs have been in the past, that's not as good as what the 49ers were this year. But I certainly will not be surprised if it goes the other way. Aaron, thank you so much for showing up and being stand-up about it. You always got it. You, we always got your back here. Thanks, man. FTNFantasy.com slash DVOA. My man. All right. Uh, Kelly and I will be back at this time slot, of course, Monday after the game. We'll also be here uh, on VEASAN Sunday, run up to the Super Bowl itself. We will talk to you then. Thank you, Mateo. Absolutely. Well. Also as well, Matt Brown, everybody. Good luck with Super Bowl 58. We'll talk to you right before that at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually 
in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.